You're listening to the Gen Zen Broadcasting System. You're listening to the 40-something podcast with Valley in the Bay. Now, here are your hosts, Silicon Sea Valley and the Big. 40-something podcast! And we are back again! Little hump day action, little hump day action. And Vig, you're on the other side. This is Silicon Steve Valley. And I'll tell you what, Vig, it is scary out there. If you are vaccinated and not wearing a mask by the woke motherfuckers out there, ain't it? Does seem, does seem really odd. Uh, just a little bit weird, you know, like I think we were talking in pre-production. I was telling you, man, so I, I got my first shot of Moderna on March 18th, second shot on April 20th. Today is June 2nd. I went to the laundromat with no mask. The owner of the laundromat was not wearing a mask. Masks are not required. And I went to share the doorway with another young lady uh, who was masked. And I thought she was gonna flip on me. Her eyes, like I got the laser eyes, you know? And uh, you know, we got talking about this. It just seems like a very, um, just confusing and uh, just, uh, you know, what, what, what am I looking for here? Just a, just a very odd time, awkward time really in now in our society. Now the fourth, or what do you want to say? The fifth phase of coronavirus. It, it's incredible to me. And I'm getting annoyed. I had a woman, I was not wearing a mask. I was in a Wawa and I had a woman big say unbelievable under her breath walking right by me and it yes it was at me i'm not being paranoid it was definitely directed at me unbelievable that i'm not wearing a mask excuse me fucko we heard the entire time and i have been a big believer the entire time in believe the science we have to believe in the science when people are saying masks don't work well they work 50 percent of the time roughly similar to a seatbelt. Trust the science, trust the practice. Be courteous to your fellow American, your fellow human being. Don't be a selfish prick. You're a 350 pound big old fat woman entitled and you're bitching about putting a piece of cloth on your face. You're not a freedom fighter. You're just a lazy, selfish, entitled piece of trash who probably needs to go on a diet. That's something that I encountered recently. I'm not talking about ignorant people like that. But you got a guy like you, Vig, who drove hours to get vaccinated earlier just so you wouldn't have to deal with all this shit. I got vaccinated as soon as I could. I've played ball. I've believed the science. Take your woke bullshit attitude about me not wearing a mask in establishments that allow me not to wear a mask and shove it directly up your ass. That's what I. That's my my opinion to the woke left or the woke anybody who thinks that wearing a vaccinated person not wearing a mask is shitty. And there's a lot of assumptions about people that look like us too, Vig. Am I wrong? Yeah. So I feel like I'm paying the price for you know being uh, stereotyped. You know, forty four year old single white male. No mask, right? And the person I ran into would be part of the woke generation, you know, 
And uh, I just, I feel like this is, this is just like an awkward time right now. I, I feel that hopefully in the next month or so, we'll work out of this. What my biggest fear is, is that we might've hit a wall with, with the vaccination penetration rate. And now this is how it's going to be. Some of these people are just not going to get vaccinated, um, whoever they are, uh, whatever, wherever they, whatever they fit on the socioeconomic. Absolutely. You know, you're exactly right. They're, whatever st structure, whether it be culturally, socially, fiscally, there are ports of every demographic that does not believe in wearing a mask and they don't believe in getting vaccinated. It doesn't, there's, there's the, the black community that feels that way, members of the black community. In fact, you can make a strong argument that the black community in the, and it wasn't just the black community, let's be, let's call it what it was. When people say the quote unquote black community, unfortunately there, there's a lot in the urban areas, but urban areas were tremendously impacted by coronavirus worse and blacks in general were impacted by the coronavirus worse. Yes. So, it, it is this goes beyond left and right right and left and we always try to box this in this isn't this this whole virus should never have been a black a, a black and white issue or a right or left issue but it became that but not wearing the mask kind of goes all over the table here and the fact of the matter is we played ball we're, we're trusting the science we're being leaders in many ways because we are saying Bill Gates isn't going to chip us. It's not Bill Gates, you know. I uh, I feel it was a, it was it was the racial it was the racial virus really from head to toe. It, uh, it brought out so much of that in us, and you know whether it was the the China virus quotes or the quotes by our former president. Um, or there were there's just the different ethnicities that were like just pounded on really as far as um, as far as hate and discrimination you know it was either the, so the George Floyd thing and then there was Asian Americans and then you know I mean the, it just it goes on it you know it was it's transgender it's gays it's like it's all over the place it was really just a virus that brought out some of the worst in humanity what it scares about me is that it was a rather benign virus considering on uh you know people will probably disagree with me on that i know you know half a half a half a million people is not uh anything to shake a stick at as far as a death rate but compared to pandemics in the past this was a rather benign one, and this will not be the last one. It may not even be the last one in the, in the 2020s. And um, now that it's out there that, you know, this can be really used to like completely curve humanity, I feel like it might just be popping up a little bit more on the scale of things. So what, what is that going to do? I, I really, like I said, I, I think that we're going to have to do these mass things for a while, at least for the next month, you're going to have this in-between period. And it just seems odd though, but, you know, go back to the woke, the woke generation. It's like they're, they're in the driver's seat. I feel like right now, because like, here we are two people that went and did what we were supposed to do. We got the mask, but based on our, some of our stereotypes and we go out and we're not wearing a mask. We're like a second class citizen. Like somebody's going to punch us, you know, that that's where they're at at this point. And, you know, you have your vaccine card around your neck in a land, in a land set, right, right there. And, like, that doesn't seem to matter at all. You're not wearing a mask, and that's what matters. And it's like we got so bad at this whole thing 
and it got so political that now here we are on the other side of this and we're just totally shooting ourselves in the foot. Yeah, and it's funny you say that and you bring up that. I Literally, folks, I do. I wear a lanyard with my vaccination card around my neck just to make everybody aware that I'm one of the good guys because there are the pieces of shit out there. For, by the way, and one thing I'll say, I think if establishments say you are vaccinated, you can you don't have to wear a mask, I think you should have to prove you don't have to wear a mask. You should have to present your vaccination card. That's that simple. That's what I thought we were going to be doing. When I thought, when they first started presenting these vaccination cards, I got the first shot and they put it on a vaccine card and said, now keep this because you'll need to get it documented about your second shot. And then they used it. So I'm like, oh, okay, this is what I'm going to use. In fact, this is what I'm going to use to get the digital passport. You know, then I put on my phone that I'll have to like, I was all ready for that. I thought that that was where we were going with this. And no, the honor system. And that, is, and by the way, that would, if I didn't get vaccinated, that would bother me too. This honor system, fuck you. But if a guy like myself is, and yourself, presenting proof, cut us some slack. Bark up another tree. Bark up the 350 pound woman who screamed at me the other day because she had to wear a mask in an establishment. Oh, okay, right. I heard that story. Yeah. And I'm not going to get into the personal, but there was a confrontation. It was a, an establishment needed, demanded mask to be worn. And she said, I'm not wearing it. But at the end of the day, she had to wear a mask and she did. But that's the person I get. Okay, I get your frustration with them. But the people that have been playing ball and have been on your side, like Vig and myself, and there's millions of us, we've done the work. We've gotten vaccinated. Do the work. They're just bitter and pissed off that a lot of them haven't gotten vaccinated yet, and they don't want to. A lot of them have this double-edged sword. They don't want to wear the mask. They don't want to get vaccinated. You, you got to pick which one. You, you got to pick a lane here, folks. You, you, you assholes in the middle, you're going to get run over because I'm not wearing a mask in establishments that don't – it's not mandatory for me to wear a mask because I'm vaccinated. I'm not going to wear a mask, and if I keep on getting these shuns, I'm just going to ignore it, and I'm going to enjoy my day. And more importantly, I'm going to enjoy my wah-wah hoagie and coffee right in the store, loving every second of it. Good for you. I, just, I feel that <laughs> I have the mayonnaise dripping down my beard and I might wear a guinea tea that shows a little nip. So, you know, I'm, I reside in Colorado and I'm from, from the East coast and love me some Wawa, although it's, it's kind of, kind of downgraded a little bit over the years, but is it hoagie fest yet? Is it hoagie fest time? No, not yet. Okay. Just it is about a week, a week or two away. I think it's usually okay. mid June. It's around Father's Day to about, I think, the end of the summer, doesn't it? It's good. I mean, I, I my hoagie intake has does not go up or go down based on Hoagie Fest, though. I will say that. I'm a quality hoagie fan of that, for sure. And while was quality hoagies, I, I would give them a solid B. Maybe not a B plus, but I'll give them a solid B. It's good in a pinch anytime you want it. Wawa, some free pot. I was actually an employee for Wawa for about four hours and I ran the coffee station. So a lot of love for oh, nice. Wawa. Okay. Did a four hour shift there and then, and then uh, okay. 
Yeah, it was right before my re- most recent career, and they hired me overnight, and I started as a simple sales associate. And my first night was I was going to do the overnight. My first night after my training, which is when I manned the coffee bar, and I thought I did a pretty good job. My first night, it was 11.15, and I had to go to work, and I was only going to make a certain amount of money per hour. And I was like, I'm not doing an overnight shift for that. And I just called them and told them I quit. I was like, sorry, I shouldn't have agreed to that. At least you didn't just not show up. That's how I usually do. <laughs> yeah, so big ups to Wawa. And I still go to that very Wawa and uh, love the people there. So big ups to them. Cedar- oh, it's that one. It's, yeah, Cedar Crest. Cedar, Cedar Crest in, in Hamilton. Free plug for Wawa, folks. Maybe we'll get some free shit out of that. Yeah, I definitely miss uh, Wawa. I have to go there more often because I think it's hit or miss sometimes. But if you actually consistently do it, you just get that. It's like it's like the it's like with dopamine levels, it flows the dopamine. So you know, you might have a few where it's not like such a good sandwich or whatnot, but then you'll get the one Wawa sandwich to hit you, hit you in a pinch. You got it. You chose the right one at the right time. You were that hungry, and it was just like boom, and it just keeps you coming back. It's almost it's like it flows like a dopamine level there, and it's like it's like getting a Facebook like. I tell you what, I had a Wawa hoagie on Monday night and it was a delightful Facebook like, oh, what a fa- it was a Facebook love. Now that you can do loves, it was a Facebook love. But they didn't toast my hoagie. And that was frustrating because their bread is not super fresh at six o'clock in the, in the evening. But I will, I digress. Overall though, it was a great, great experience. And much love to Wawa. Make sure we don't get sued. Much love to Wawa. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're talking hoagies now. So, you know, it's just unbelievable how Quizmos, who toasted the hoagies, that was their MO, that was their thing. That's what made them their business. And then the rest were like, oh, yeah, we can do that. Boom. You got that copyrighted? No, no, we're doing it. Wawa Subway doing it. Boom. Quizmos is one of the most um, capitulating chains out there, really. They're closing around everywhere because they had this patented toast toast the sub and some people just don't like that anyway and then the rest of them just said yeah we can do that no worries thank well, you got that. got that market share all we need is a 200 toaster oven okay thank you bye bye thanks for the concept <laughs> they had the, the bullets do you remember quiznos bullets they were like two dollar like they were like thin they were extraordinarily thin much thinner than even like a, a baguette it was, I would say, maybe the, the width of two fingers, if you could see that. Mm-hmm. And then, or sometimes mm-hmm. three fingers, if you want to do that way. But they were called bullets. And they hit the spot sometimes, too. There was one right by, if you remember the old farmhouse, big shout out to the Yakels and the farmhouse we used to chill on. And I, they had his quizness right there. And I, I, that was about 11 or 12 years ago. But yeah, they, that was their thing. And they were also the first ones to come out with the weird Monterey chicken and ranch. They were, they were kind of groundbreaking, but everybody saw it and just copied what they did and their quality was better. So Quiznos is just like, eh. There, been, there was a Blimpy too. Remember Blimpies? That was good. I do remember Blimpies. I thought Blimpies was a good, was a good stuff. That was definitely mid, mid to late 90s. I remember there was one in my college town of York, PA, which isn't really a college town, but it does have a college that I went to in it. And uh, they had a Blimpies there 
right at the corner. It was actually inside the Exxon station. Yeah, and now yeah, that's a funny thing. Now these Quiznos and Blippies, they're all like in a gas station somewhere. They're not like their own mm-hmm. thing. You know, it's like, hey, can we put up a sub shop over here and we'll give you $500 a month? Fuck it, sure. Or whatever the case may be. I don't know how that works, but yeah, that's funny. We got from subs to not wearing masks. You know why? Because I'm going to eat a sub in Wawa. While all the woke left and the woke people are just giving me dirty looks. I'm going to wear a stained, greasy shirt. I might have one of their new cheeseburgers. Mayonnaise, like a ton of mayonnaise. And grease just dripping off of my beard. It's getting long, too. That's what's on. That's what, if this keeps on happening, Big, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to record it for posterity for this show. How about that? You're going to be that guy in the Wawa without a mask eating one of their new burgers. Their burgers are good. It's kind of like a diner burger. It's something very Jersey about it. I like it. I like the idea. I, I think I, I remember I remember sitting around at Comcast back in Philly a couple of years back. So And this saying, why doesn't Wawa just do burger and fries? And this should be a thing. And they probably just pitched it to them. The audience, you know, because they listen to their customers, right? They probably just got up there. I had heard that Wawa is actually one of the finer places to work at that they really look after their employees and that you can buy shares or buy, yeah. buy into the stock internally. It has not gone public yet, but this is something that is up and coming. Oh, absolutely. That was one of the things I wanted to work for Wawa because it is an really just, it seemed like an incredible, it's like a commercial for Wawa this turned into. I love it. Uh, oh, but yeah. But I'll tell you what, no, but on the real, the, the benefits and the ranking of, I mean, there's a lot of really great people that work for Wawa, really are. And so shout out to them, particularly in here in the Lehigh Valley, Allentown, PA. There's like 17 of them within two miles of my house. It's something we're definitely missing out here. Uh, really, it's just like, uh, it's like come and go, which is like an Iowa-based um, chain store. And then there, it's just like burgers and brats. And that's, that's big out here. It, the Broadwurst are just big, but just like the East Coast. And uh, what Florida and North Carolina and South Carolina are starting to learn is that hoagies are big on the East Coast because Wawa has moved into the Florida areas. And like they, you see every now and then uh, somebody who stumbles upon, I think even Kate Winslet has been quoted as saying Wawa is a mythical place. Kate Winslet. She was from Titanic, right? She was from Titanic, yes. And what, another one of my favorite movies. Titanic wasn't one of my favorite movies, but one of my favorite movies, but she was great in it. And she was also in a movie, a uh, Charlie Kaufman movie with Jim Carrey called Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And she was brilliant in that movie as well. Mm-hmm. Clementine was her name. She was different color hair before, before it was cool. Have you have you heard of this new one that's uh, coming up the ranks here? She's like doubling the charts up. Number one, Olivia Rodrigo, representative of Channel or representative of Generation Z. No, who's she? So she's this pop singer coming up, and uh, I, I can't I can't really play anything here. I, I don't have a, I don't have a screen share. So um, she's up up and coming. Uh, 
pop artist and she's like smashing through the charts and she her lyrics represent what's going on with Generation Z really kind of uh, a lot of self-loathing and uh, kind of just like well I you know I don't even have a chance type shit and like breakup songs and it's it's actually kind of hip I have to admit that she's got this one that's called Good For You and it's it's smashing through the charts up, up to number one reminds me of a young Madonna but real clean cut you know Disney plus came up through the Disney plus ranks high school musical and now she's a smash pop star smash a pop star is she gonna go the way of the Cyrus chick Miley Cyrus yeah she gonna go like train wreck on it or what yeah kind of get dirty and train wrecked yeah start humping Alan Thicke's kid again she did a song, her her lead song, My, Miley Cyrus, her lead song on the Saturday Night Live with Elon Musk the other week. I thought, I just was like, how does anybody find this that good? It's not even in tune, it doesn't feel, I don't, maybe I'm just getting older now. She's good when she does covers, but her music just blows. Yeah, and like, I get it. Like, I know what I'm into and what I'm really into and where I spend my money. And I've seen people, like I went, I went and saw Humphreys one time with a, with a girl who was like not really in the jam bands at all, but she wanted to come with me and like wanted to see what it was all about. And like when she saw like it was like some sort of switch like out of like yeah, she goes okay, whoa, 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 wait, wait, what happened there? What happened there? Who? What? Why is everybody like? Is that was that something there? Was that like a? Did they just like? Did they like? Did somebody win something or? Because it was. She didn't get it. It was just like <laughs> the transition, you know, into a triple wide to like I don't know. So. <laughs> but she probably loves Miley Cyrus, so that's cool. Yeah, definitely like a Bieber fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, whatever. How could you even consider it? She must have been gorgeous. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, she was really good looking. There's no fucking way you would take a girl to a concert unless she was really good looking if she didn't get it. I know. Well, it's okay. I would have been the same way. No, I wouldn't have. I would have just tried to have a good time and see what happens, but I don't know. But if she was gorgeous, I'd definitely bring her. I don't care. She could have been like, oh my God, I can't wait to see John Mayer play with those old guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, she, she's a good looking girl. I mean, we're just his. Is she the twenty-two-year-old on the thirty-eight-year-old big? I called my cousin. I called my cousin gorgeous one time on our wedding day, and then I felt weird about it. You can call your cut. I call my cousin beautiful and gorgeous all the time. Yeah. I say I was like, you know what, Brian? You are the most gorgeous man I've ever seen, and Brian goes layered along with it. Just kidding. Sure. Yeah. And big up to my my cousin Brian, by the way. I do a little shout out. He is officially getting married in less than one year's time. They just made it official. The wedding date is next spring. So we're excited for that. And I'm excited to not wear my mask in establishments that don't make me wear my mask. And there's plenty of those. So I I'm I'm actually pretty positive that within the next month we're gonna just phase out of this and like the people who haven't gotten vaccinated interesting statistic about the unvaccinated 
is that the death rate from coronavirus is still the same with unvaccinated people as it was two months ago. So explain that in a little bit more in detail, because I think I might have missed it. So what you're saying is the amount of people that the death rate's the same as it was even after everyone got vaccinated. Amongst the people who are unvaccinated. Oh, well, that's to be expected, right? Mm-hmm. So it basically says if you're going to stay unvaccinated, you're going to continue to live, live, that, live in that nightmare, really, unless you just don't care. I'll tell you what, that's going to be really interesting if a lot of people are like, and we're talking tens of millions of people probably going to refuse to get vaccinated here. That, if anything, that would be, what's the word I'm looking for? You talk about this. You talk about people who are rolling the dice for their freedom and their conspiracy theories and all this by the way, I get it. I'm a 9-11 truther. But you gotta believe what's right. You gotta look at reality. And if people are gonna refuse to take this vaccine, a lot of them are going to die because of it. I don't know the number, but a lot of them are going to die because of it. A lot of people have already died because they haven't taken this disease seriously. Just because there's a couple people who got coronavirus and lived, or people didn't get coronavirus at all, doesn't mean it's a smart fucking idea. And until these people are vaccinated, at this point, I'm vaccinated. My family, people who are close to me are vaccinated. All right, now that there's an option, let them go without that being vaccinated. Survival of the smartest, survival of the fittest, and the extinction of the dumbest. <laughs>